This podcast is meant for mature audiences only and contains strong sexual language. And we are hosts of the Black and Kiki Lifestyle podcast, uh, where we talk about our experiences in the lifestyle, as well as give up some uh, tips, tricks, strategies, and everything in between as far as navigating the lifestyle, specifically for couples of color. And yeah, this is episode 40-something. I don't know. How many episodes have we done at this point? I don't know. I don't know. You're still still keeping track. Actually, I think it's like 40 five or six I think we might be up to like 50 including our bonus episodes and incorporating the fact that we have recorded multiple parts of episodes so we might be like in the 60s son our episode our episode no our show would be able to apply for social security benefits you have 65. I think we got like 65 episodes okay all right whatever all right (laughs) anyway um Anyway, um, yeah, we're glad to be back, uh, back uh, still in this quarantine business. But the last time we spoke, we were talking about um, women in the lifestyle. We had our episode with the Pussy Party, Party Podcast. And uh, t- this episode, we really wanted to talk more about single men. We haven't had an episode dedicated specifically to single men. And the reason why we haven't had that episode is because we have not necessarily... Um, had many single male experiences like we haven't right. like you know gone on dates with single men and, and done anything like that um so we really wanted to talk to someone or some ones that had more experiences um with with single men so i you know i had already talked about this on the podcast that we had started listening to this bedroom bliss podcast and on that show um, they they talk about a, a bunch of experiences that they've had with single men, and they talk about it in such vivid detail, and it's so sexy, and I have to, like, be really careful when and where I'm listening to their episodes <laughs> because I get really fucking hot, and it's uncomfortable for me sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Uh, but they're showing they're they're new. It's a, it's a new it's a newer podcast. Um, but um, uh, for those of you who aren't following us as closely, um, you, you may have uh, recognized that we actually did meet Bedroom Bliss at one point and actually did go on a date with them and they kicked our kicked our asses in some axe throwing um, on an axe throwing date we went on. Um, but I reached out to them and asked them if they wanted to, you know, come on the show and like talk to us about this single male business and they happily accepted and they're actually on the show right now. We have, uh, Mick and Renee. How you guys doing? Hey guys. Hey everyone. We're doing well. Thanks for having us. Yeah, we appreciate you guys coming on the show. Now, I'm going to give you guys an opportunity to give us the lowdown of what's been going on with you guys. But just for the sake of our listeners, we want them to know that Bedroom Bliss is a podcast from the perspective of an interracial couple. They discuss in detail, like I just said, their experiences and replay their sexy nights for 
all of those interested. With almost two years of experience in the lifestyle, it's ever-changing, and they continue to talk about all of their triumphs and successes while trying to uh, figure it all out. Uh, this podcast, Using this podcast, uh, they hope to make an otherwise frowned-upon subject become a more... Uh, more of a normal societal topic. Um, so you guys are awesome. We are definitely fans of your show. And we are so glad to have you on today. Thank you, man. Definitely appreciate it. Uh, you know, the love. We're fans of yours. So it was definitely a shock to have you even listening to us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I, I guess... So we met you guys. I'm trying to trying to figure out like when when is the first time we interacted. I feel like I I might have reached out to you or you reached out to uh, us um, on um, the Amore Getaways website, um, and I think I had also reached out to you via like Twitter, mm-hmm. and I was we were having two different conversations on two different platforms, not realizing that. Yep. <laughs> yep, that's 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 what happened. <laughs> yeah, it was the same people. Yeah, yeah. Um I think you realized it first though. Yeah, I think um what happened was uh we had traded pictures and um I realized uh I think we had traded pictures as our podcast personas. And then I saw your picture and you saw ours and it was like, wait a minute, I think I've seen this picture before. I remember showing it to the bell and she was like, I think you showed this to me before. Yeah. Um, and then we figured out that, uh, yeah, you guys are local and you're cool. And we decided to go out on a date and it was a lot of fun. Yes. Yeah, we, we had a lot of fun. We definitely had a blast. I don't uh, know. I think Mick does some um, axe throwing on his spare time because he was a little too good for me that was beginner's luck Nah, that's not beginner's luck i don't i don't know when you have the time to practice but mick was definitely kicking ass i was i was i was i was very much um what what's that word um emasculated that's the word i'm oh no (laughs) i felt emasculated um yeah but that was a lot of fun that was that was a that was a really fun date and we were glad to to meet you guys um, and again, we we're glad to have you t- here to talk about this topic because we didn't feel like we could do it justice. So um, before we even get into the topic, I guess I'm you know we're just interested in um, you know getting a sense or for you guys giving uh, our listeners a sense of who you guys are. Um, could you just tell us a little bit about what got you into the lifestyle? It actually started as. I don't know, one random night, like, oh, have you ever had a threesome or what's something that you thinking about doing? I really don't know how it came up, but it came up that neither one of us had had a threesome before. And so we thought that we would um, go on vacation and we thought we could just like, oh, let's just go on vacation. We'll be able to find another girl to have a threesome with no problem. So you guys were looking for a threesome. Yes, with the female. Right specifically on vacation because i don't know we thought it would be the easiest and we thought it would be the safest as far as like you know coming home and i don't know but it didn't happen at all mm-hmm. but it's still our interest in being with other people right and he had a best friend that was already kind of in the lifestyle dealing with threesomes and then i had a best friend who was kind of a unicorn in the lifestyle so like between talking to them too, they told us about all the like clubs and sites and we made a profile and we visited our first club and then just kind of like, you know, 
Well, that was after I did a bunch of research online, like, you know, every website possible. (laughs) So I I just find it really interesting that both of you knew different people that were in the lifestyle. I mean, that was that's that's an interesting position to be in. We didn't know anybody. No, (laughs) I don't think so. It really came up as a random topic for me. Um, I think he was to like my one of my best friends was talking about these different resorts and stuff like that, and we started researching them. And but he was giving you like hints little by little. Like it would be like I don't know. He was he was I don't know. With girls, you know, we're more like my best friends. Like oh my god, bitch, I just did blah 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 blah. With the guy, (laughs) it's like little by little. Like okay, I'm gonna tell you. I think (laughs) they like went on vacation once and. His um, best friend's wife had left like a pair of her, like a thong on the top of the suitcase. And the message was like, these better be the first pair of panties you get this weekend or something. Oh, little wow. stuff like that. It's like you when you catch on and then he gives you a little bit more like, yeah, man, we go to AC with, you know, one of her friends. Like, you know, so he was giving us little, little, little. But I don't think either one of them really considers themselves lifestyle. But it was like they were both doing different lifestyle shit. So they helped us find that like bigger picture, I guess. Can I ask, so let me ask, so you, you had this unicorn friend of yours who had lifestyle experiences. Um, what, is there anything in particular that she said that really sparked your interest or was it like really general? Was there like, you know, was it like this special story she told you that? Well, you know? so the first time she went to a lifestyle club in Philly, this was probably like three or four years ago for her birthday. And I don't think at that time she had done anything, but I don't know, somehow she like found out about it and she went to Saints and Sinners in Philly. I did not make it because I live out here, so I just wasn't able to make it. But she did tell me that that was her first night where she ended up being with a couple. She was just like upstairs dancing. And then I don't know how that layout is, if it's upstairs or downstairs, but she ended up like joining another couple. So she may have just been like kind of interested. And so somebody told her about the club and she thought, you know, it's my birthday. Why not? She had her first experience there. And then she told me about that. And then like she told me about a threesome that she had with people later on. So it just kept like adding on. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you so this was a unicorn that had that had played with other couples. So you were hearing about those experiences, um, but you guys, you know, you were looking for you were looking for a threesome. It sounds sort of parallel to to, to her experiences, and sort of you were looking for a unicorn. It sounds like. Um, but that that wasn't when you went on vacation to look for that uh, experience. Uh, you guys weren't successful there, and we weren't. Ex- successful because we didn't know what the hell we were doing honestly <laughs> we didn't even know how to approach the subject with true with anyone so we could just chalk that up as a loss <laughs> right from the jump the club that we went to <clears throat> we weren't successful i think because the breakdown of people wasn't like we thought it was going to be we were brand new and again we really didn't know what we were looking for i don't think we were looking for anything I, when we first went to the club it was just like okay what is this like like you know i didn't even know these types of clubs existed yeah so so you said the crowd wasn't sort of to your liking which it is it, typical it, yeah <laughs> not 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 surprising there at all. So I guess I'm wondering, like, what was the first good positive like experience you had um, in the lifestyle? Uh, we we met a couple online and we communicated with them for quite some time, and then lo- lost communication, and then I guess we gained it several months later. Mm-hmm. It was like I think we met them around Octoberish, 
So then when the holidays came, everybody kind of like fell off. And then we started talking again sometime in the spring. Finally swapped with them that summer. Right. So that was the first successful. Was it? Our first one was a full swap. Um, and I think you guys told that story on your podcast. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I believe that's the second episode. Yeah, it was. It was. It was pretty. Yeah, your 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 guys' stories are so vivid. Like I can see them <laughs> happening as I'm listening to them. Um, so I, you know, in this episode, I purposely decided we weren't going to have you guys tell a sexy story because I'd rather have our listeners go right to your podcast and check out some of those sexy stories um, because I, I, I couldn't even come close to doing those justice. Um, but now that we're on the subject of your podcast, um, can you just talk a little bit about like what made you want to start the podcast uh, and you know, what do you, what do you, what do you, what do you hope to accomplish with it? Like what's its main goal for you? But this was my idea. I feel like everything was my idea. From, anyways, this is all <laughs> like a big light bulb. <laughs> Um, I think it started after that first experience, we talked about it, like, I don't know, probably for the next week, just like throughout the day or just like randomly or like after that experience happened, I thought we were, you know, rehashing everything. How did this make you feel? Did you like it? Because obviously we thought we would be okay with it or we wouldn't have did it, but you don't really know until it happens or until after it happens to really see your partner fucking somebody else and you're like, Am I going to be okay with this or am I going to want to be her up? So I was like, you know, we do this all the time. Every experience after we constantly talked about it just to make sure, like, are we okay still? Is this something new we want to change, new something we want to add, rules, something we don't want to be a rule anymore? And then we would always get, like, kind of turned on from it. So I just kind of was like, hey we should make a podcast about this. I have been listening to some of the podcasts. They're really cool, but I think that we're different because of us being interracial, our age, and just I think we will have a different way of coming at the podcast because I definitely wanted to talk sexy and turn people on because that's what happens when we think about our experiences. So it was like kind of like, hey, maybe I can turn somebody else on too. You know, so so I'll say one Um you know, I, I think, Renee, you are the you're probably the dominant voice of the show. And it's reflected in the fact that this is your idea. Um, and the the thing with a lot of podcasts is there's always one like dominant voice. There's always yeah. somebody who's speaking a little bit more often than the other. I am clearly that voice <laughs> on our show. It depends. It depends. It depends on what, Bill? What does it depend on? It depends on? on the topic or what or what we're talking about. Sometimes I talk more than you on the show. Mm -hmm. I say that specifically to note that most of the time it is the men who are talking more. Uh, the, the, in, in my experience, I think there are a few exceptions. I think... Um, what, just in the lifestyle in general? No, on the po on lifestyle podcasts oh, in particular. Oh, oh, yeah. mm -hmm. um, it's, it, it never feels like 50-50 for me. There's only one show I can think of where it kind of sounds 50-50. Or like 40-60. It's like really close. Which which one is that? Yeah, I feel like I still I still feel like I feel like he's definitely a six. He's definitely on the sixty side. I feel like I hear from him often. Um, I agree, but I feel like all the other ones are more like twenty eighty. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's reversed because I'm the eighty. <laughs> um, can you talk a little bit more about like 
the the fact that you're interracial, like how does that how does that make your your um, experience different from say our experience? Well, for us, it's been hard because both of us are we find that we're attracted to black couples, and as far as me, I've always been more attracted to black girls, and it really been with black girls for the majority of my life. <laughs> mm-hmm. For was, me, I was his or he was my first white guy. Yeah. So it was like, I'm also more attracted to the black couples, but then we are interracial where a lot of couples are still not okay with, you know, a mixed situation or is it just white men or white women? Okay. You know, that whole situation, but it's just a little bit harder because I feel like people tend to go to like what's what they're used to or what's like them or what they feel like they would have what's easier to approach, you know? So like we have more commonalities with black people. I do. And him liking black people, but black people are probably going to go for those other full black couples. So it's just a little bit harder. I mean, everyone, everyone's not like that, but it does have its challenges. But it's interesting that I'm seeing a lot, a lot of, uh, a lot of interracial groups in particular that pop up on Facebook. There's someone Cassidy, there's someone uh, SLS. Um, Has that been, have those been adequate for you guys, those kind of groups or participation in those groups? Has has that sort of uh, fixed your struggles or made things a little easier? I'm going to say not really. I haven't really browsed them that much only because I know in the lifestyle, she's more attracted to black men and the interracial sites are normally like mixed couples. And then there's another thing that we have going against us is that there's a large age gap age gap between <laughs> the two of us. So that also makes it tough. So so Mick, you're you're are you the older one? I am. But you wouldn't I mean, if like I mean meeting you in person, I wouldn't have thought you were your age. But I don't think that the bomber is his age. You know, you don't look your age either. Nope, I certainly I don't, do not. People don't need to be ageist out here. <laughs> right. Oh, not that you're old, Mick, but old dick is still good dick. <laughs> and the bomber will fuck a granny in a minute, so I know he don't care. <laughs> Anyway, all right, so before we jump into the topic of uh, single men, because I really wanted to talk about this one, um, I wanted to talk about COVID-19 um, and just what what folks have been able to do um, in the lifestyle to, you know, to just continue to have fun. Because um, one of the uh, messages, I don't know if it was an email or a DM, but we asked, we got folks coming to us and asking us, yo, what can we do? Like, you know, we're stuck in a house. Like, what are some good lifestyle experiences we can still have? So I just wanted to have that discussion at this point before we got into the to the topic. So well, we've been having virtual dates. I think we talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. So we've been having virtual dates using, I mean, you can use, you know, Gchat, Zoom. Um, we've been using uh, House Party, the House Party app. Mm-hmm. Um, and those have been nice, although a lot of our dates haven't been like, we haven't been fucking on screen. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's pretty much what we've done. I mean, we've done some vanilla stuff with Zoom. I mean, with our new setup now, we could fuck on screen. All right. Why don't you why don't you explain the new setup that we have? Because this has been a progression. So first we started off just with the phone. Like we were just using the phone. 
a hold in the phone. I was like, oh, this is not working. And so I had my little selfie stick that's also a tripod. So we put that on there. And then the screen is still not big enough. It's still, you know, kind of hard to see. And so I don't know why it took us this long to figure this out. So they were like, what if we use the iPad on the tripod and then mirror it to the TV? Mm-hmm. So one, it gives you a broader visual space. Yeah. Yeah. So you, so can, you can see, see the entire couch. Yeah, you can see like our entire couch. You can see our full bodies, and then we can see the um, the images on bigger on the TV screen. Um, and so, in terms of like your setup, that may be helpful. You know, when you're thinking about if you're saying a virtual dates and stuff like that, so that you. Um, either aren't stuck like behind the computer you know you have a setup or yeah. something like that or you're not holding your phone um or or something you know of that nature um so i think the setup is key in terms of making that easier um also like like act like you're going on a real date right so like get dressed you know do your hair that kind of thing like look like something i know we're all in hoodies and pajamas because ain't nobody going nowhere but i'm so tired of wearing my sweats i am so fucking tired (laughs) (laughs) we like the sweats though we like the sweats yeah wait when you say we are you are you saying like women like the sweats yes us women we like y'all to be in sweats i told you the gray sweatpants uh (laughs) dick prints everywhere you know (laughs) right um (laughs) Yeah. Side note uh, on on um, you know we have a Patreon community and I had a uh, um, a contest where guys had to post uh, little short videos of them where of them doing the dick print thing with their sweats. This was Bell's yes. idea. Yes. Uh, <laughs> All of my yes, the sweats challenge. Well, and they put something on a dick, right? Yes. Yeah, so then the other one was the. Is it Box called the shower, shower Gel Challenge? Oh, the Shower Gel Challenge. Which you did not believe in at first. No. You didn't believe it was possible. So there's this challenge, and you may have seen it going around on uh, Instagram or Twitter or whatever, where like a, dig is, uh, a, dick, a dude is in his boxers, and he has his dick hard, and he has like a bottle of shower gel like sitting on his dick. Like yeah. his dick is is holding it's up holding the, up the, the, shower, the gel. shower gel. That bo- um, what bottle was empty though. How mad would we be? I know I'd be so mad. <laughs> See, so some of them did it with bottles, and I will vouch for the bomber. His bottle was full or like almost full, but um, some bottles like were clear, so you could see through them, so you could see how much product was in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at first, when I brought it up, you were like, "Nah, this is not gonna happen. Like, you can't." You can't do this. Yo, and I was like, what? Yo, Mick, listen. <laughs> Mick, like, it's not easy because, first of all, you have to, first of all, you got to get, you got to get it hard. You got to keep it hard. It has, you cannot have, like, a, a, a 70% chub. Like, you have to, like, dick has to be 100% solid rock. Right. Steel, son. So, <laughs> so. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you why it's so difficult. Because, like, now, after it gets hard, you have to focus on your balance. But then you have to focus on keeping it hard. But if you fuck up and not focus on your balance enough, it'll it'll fall. So it's like 
you you constantly have to like you know shift your attention and concentration. Let me tell you something. When I was able to successfully balance this shit on my dick, now I have a lot of I have I have had a lot of accomplishments in my <laughs> life. Okay, I graduated college, graduated graduate school. Um, I you know found um, long lost family members. You know, I got my mother clean. Um, you know, I, I, I adopted a few children. All right. That, I didn't adopt any. That's, that's a lie. But you see where I'm going. Like, out of everything I've accomplished in my life, I've never felt the degree of accomplishment I felt <laughs> after I successfully balanced a near full bottle of head and shoulders on my dick. We need to get you on yeah. a challenge. <clears throat> I, I definitely think it could be done. It has been yes. done. No, I'm saying, like, I think I could do it. Oh, okay. We're going to find out. I, I definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see it. Just, all I you wanna... have to do is believe in yourself. That's why I told the barber, like, look, all you have to do is, I know you can do it. And when you did, like, that picture was bomb as hell. And I was like, oh, you you looking good. Yeah. And the other guys in the group were able to do it as well. You trying to tell me something that's a good group? <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, that it is. It is. Shout out, you know, audience members. If you'd like to join the Patreon, we got some fun things going on in there. Um, but I just, you just doubted me, and I didn't appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. And I tried to help you. I was pulling out titties and everything. It was a whole thing. It was a whole oh thing. my god, it's ridiculous. <laughs> um, I was like, I was your personal fluffer. <laughs> it was serious i was like yo I'm, all right it's hard it's hard all right let me try to get oh shit it went soft all right come, come, bell come over here and lick my balls real quick <laughs> so when i when i wanted to say was um and then i'll uh we'll, we'll we'll give you guys the mic in a second but what i wanted to say was that um i wanted to reiterate we put like we have our you know um uh, uh um tripod no, the, the, we have the iPad and we have it like on um, what's the house party yeah. and we just screen copy mirror mirror copy what's on the iPad on the television. Um, that is key. Like people should take that part of it seriously. Yeah. Um, it really does make the difference because you could really see the people you're talking to really mm-hmm. clearly. And if somebody pulls out a titty like that nipple gets real small if you're looking at it on a phone. But if you have that shit displayed on your television your fucking 65 or 55 or whatever it 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 totally changes the experience so that's that's one piece of advice we'd give folks if they're if they're thinking about um you know doing this remote lifestyle business but that's that's been the limit of our experience so i'm so i want to ask you guys um mick and renee what what kind of experiences have you had on this remote lifestyle business we've done a few like zoom um, virtual like swinger parties where just people a group of people would meet on like Facebook and then by the end of the night people were having sex maybe three or four people were having sex and we would just sit there and watch Renee would be re- reach out to some people on some of the social media sites and have conversations but that's that's about the extent of it, unless you have something to add. You mean the you mean the lifestyle sites? You said social media. What well, social about? media, like the Facebook group, oh, you yeah, meet we... people there and have conversations, um, mm. kick messages, and then we would have like some virtual game nights, playing oh. strip, strip flip cup, 
And how does the strip flip cup thing work on on you know with social distancing? I, I'm I, I'm having trouble picturing that. Of course, you need the red solo cups or any type of like plastic cup, and we'd make teams of. There'd be a group of us anywhere between um, three, four, even five couples that we would break teams up. You'd have to put the cup in your screen, and then one person would go. So say like me and you were on a team and then the girls were on a team. I would drink, flip my cup, and I would literally yell at the computer for you to go, 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 go. You would go and you would have to pass it to the next guy. And then the girls would do the same thing. Whoever loses has to take off an article of clothing. And we do that till everyone's next. Well, we started out boys versus girls, but y'all were getting your ass beat and y'all were all naked. Oh, I see. Here we go. So then y'all were like, no, let's switch up. Let's pick teams. And then that's when we did teams. Because y'all were fucking getting your ass beat. I just had to put that in there. But yeah, it was fun. <laughs> no, that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Then we had to make certain rules where there's only, everyone has to have the same oh, amount yeah. of clothing on because <laughs> motherfuckers would have like hoodies and t-shirts and wife beaters they on. Take off and earrings. Taking like, off rings is- and shoes. Oh, I took a sock off. Then we're like, nah, fuck that. that. Like only four- You got somebody walking around and they dig and everybody else. Only thing they got off is an earring. We was like, nah. <laughs> so then we made it like four articles of clothing. Everyone had to have the same number of articles of clothing on. And then that way everyone's naked. No, that way it's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at it a different way. I'm sorry. No, that 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 is important. Uh, the object of the game is to get naked, whether we want to admit it or not. Now the um, now, but you guys also told us that you um, you had gone on some other um, some other like group like Zoom parties. I don't know if you. I don't know if it was part of a a club um, coordination or like if it was just a group. Um, that you happen to find, but there are a lot of clubs that are throwing virtual parties. We haven't been to any of them, but I think you guys have. It wasn't. It wasn't an actual lifestyle club. It was like a. It was a lifestyle group that our friends, um, Mr. and Ms. Joker, actually texted us and was like, "Hey, uh, they sent us a flyer and it was just like sexy virtual lifestyle something something five dollars DJ stripper blah blah blah." And they were like, "I mean, it's only five dollars. Why not?" And so we we're like, "Okay, we knew we would be on." you know, being able to see each other. But when we logged on, the setup was, I don't know, it was probably like 10 screens at least. Yeah. One of them was a DJ, one of them was a stripper. And then like all the other screens were all the other people. It was a mix of like couples, single girls and single guys. But everybody was muted except for the DJ. So you're literally, all you can do is watch they do have like Zoom, they have a chat feature. So some people were chatting like, oh, you know, where's ATL at or where the smokers at, whatever, like that. But there's no really interaction as far as talking to people. You're just like staring at the screen, which I felt more like it was for vo- people who are into voyeurism and we're not enough to just be looking at a screen because now it just feels like porn and I could have went to like, you know, Pornhub for this. I don't know. Yeah, that's the thing. There's something about just being there that made the lifestyle so special. Like live porn is some of the things that the bell liked so much about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you go on SLS or Cassidy, there are all kinds of events being promoted that are virtual. Um, I mean, I 
you know, I suspected what what you guys were explaining to us when we had spoke before this, um, that there's something really impersonal about it. Like if you're not really talking to people that, you know, or seeing people that, you know, on these calls, um, it just doesn't work as well. Um, but, you know, if you're having uh, an interaction or conversation with a more intimate group that you're familiar with, um, then virtual dating or virtual lifestyle events can feel better. So, you know, I say that all to say that for folks who are thinking about getting in the lifestyle at this point and haven't really developed any lifestyle connections, I don't know if I have any advice for those folks. I would say just chat with, like, talk, you know, talk with people. Um, if you can, do, you know, some virtual dates. Because, um, I mean, a lot of the lifestyle is getting to know people. Um, now, obviously, if we ever get free and people are actually willing to play um, with people, you won't know if you have that connection yet. Because we've determined, I think that like we're we're close to new people for the moment. Yeah. Um. In in the, in the world of COVID, right? Yeah. So like you know, we like novelty. We like meeting new people. You know, we will fuck some random. Definitely, we'll do that. Um, <laughs> but now with COVID and just not knowing people, we'll probably be only you know sticking to our tribe, um, and so it may be hard for new people. And that's just to keep you know that's what we feel like we need to do to keep ourselves safe. Um, but so it may be hard for new people to break in and you know make those connections because you know people may not be in it. now. That all that being said, there are folks out there who just do not give a fuck and are currently fucking, you know, and playing with other people right now. Um, like even with the stay at home orders and all that kind of go- going on. So I would say be wary of those folks. But um, I would say just try to meet and, and talk to people and, and just find out where stuff would be happening in your area. Like what groups are out there, what clubs are out there. Um, you know, we've been talking <clears throat> talking to friends like we're not sure who, you know, who's going to survive this, like what group and clubs and stuff are going to survive this. So you, you may have wanted to check out something, you know, before this started, but it may not be there afterwards. Uh, but it's still good to know, like, what's on the radar and and those kind of things. So um, I'll just ask if there are people out there that have some creative things that they're doing um, in the midst of this COVID shutdown thing which seems like there's going to be a little bit of a period where they experiment with letting niggas put their lives at risk but <laughs> like if there are um strategies tips that you guys have for us that you think our audience could benefit from please email us at black and lifestyle at gmail.com or holla at us on twitter or instagram yeah the one thing we are gonna try maybe soon is like a socially distant in-person date get together mm-hmm. wait the, wait what like going to the park the picnic thing. yes yes no we're definitely doing that shit yeah yeah, yeah so, we're gonna do that. so we've talked to our tribe and you know most folks are down and we you know we're gonna find a park everybody can be six feet apart or whatever and we can chill and hang out with each other and talk in person but like not touch each other Right. Yeah. So you guys <laughs> might be getting an invite soon. <laughs> so yeah. Um, so we're doing all the things once you know we get the all clear. Yeah. Uh huh. Doing all the things once you get the all clear. Yes. Um. So we're we're figuring out how that works and the logistics of that and all that kind of stuff. Um. 
but yeah, you know, you gotta, we gotta figure this out. We gotta figure out how to live in this new world. So, yeah. Okay, that's it. All right. So I think one thing I'll say is um, there are some things um, like when it comes to iPads, there are some some there there is some equipment you can get that'll make that experience better. Um, oh, will, we can put it in the store. Yes, I'll put it in the store, and there'll be a link to the there'll be a link to all of that stuff. Like there's a special. Um, bracket. bracket that can hold your iPad really easily. It's really, really an easy piece of equipment to use. Um, I have, I'm looking at it right now. We have it just sitting in the living room. So it's a good piece of equipment. Um, before we jump into the topic, let me just, uh, give a shout out to our Patreon members. Um, and yeah, the Patreon room is chatting if you haven't been able to tell yet. Um, but I just wanted to give a shout out to Christy, Robert, Nisha, Chadwick, Ricky, and Mr. B. Thank you guys for your support. It's been great chatting with you in our, um, band group. Um, you've been posting some pretty sexy stuff, uh, you know, participating in some of our posting tournaments and we really appreciate it. So, um, uh, yeah, please keep it up. Um, before we jump in let's just take a little break um because uh i just want to acknowledge an email and dm we got about uh some condoms and um then i wanted to jump into the hit list which i hope you guys have ready um we do all right awesome so let's take a quick break and we'll be right back Hey sexies, this is the bell here to let you know that you can support us through Patreon. On Patreon, you can get access to our Pillow Talk conversations, where we have private reflections on media, sexuality, our dates, relationships, and life in general. Our personal blog, where we describe our private thoughts and lifestyle experiences. And get a shout out on the show. Ultimately, we upload content to our Patreon at least once a week outside of our monthly episodes. If you want to sign up for our Gold Tribe membership, you will get access to our band community where you can have real-time access to us and our community. That's right, real-time access where we regularly guide and participate in chats about the crazy shit we think about on the daily basis. It is also a golden opportunity to get regular access to us where you can ask questions and tell us what's on your mind. Our Platinum Package comes with access to our, our live monthly Q&A, and the Diamond Package comes with one personal custom voice recording by myself or the Bomber, and a customized review of your lifestyle profile. These tiers are created purposefully to make delivering our content manageable on our end as we have a ton of listeners. The proceeds from our Patreon support will be used to invest in better equipment to improve the quality of the show and the content we offer. You can find the link to our Patreon on our homepage at www.blackinkinkylifestyle.com. Bye! So with that said, um, we are back, and I just wanted to acknowledge an email here really quickly. So somebody sent us a um, somebody sent us a DM um, about uh, some what are called B condoms. So apparently, there's a black-owned condom manufacturer um, that I'm just now hearing about, and I. I can't believe I'm just now hearing about it. Um, Did you I, buy? I have not bought these condoms yet. I plan to order some. 
Um, I'm just, it's going to be a while till I have the opportunity to use them again, apparently. Um, I guess I could use them with you, but, you know. Okay. <laughs> for research, for, for research. It's for science. We can do it for science. Um, but they have so I have not tried these condoms out yet Um, yeah because I gotta say my experience of them too yes yes. so for science right Um, (laughs) (laughs) but apparently there's black owned condom manufacturer out there I really wanted to just say that you know we have we're not like endorsing this um, condom brand because we just haven't used it and I'm been really picky with my condoms um but yeah if you want to support black business apparently this is one way to do it so we just wanted to shout them out um all right so hit list so for our hit list um this time we wanted to have hit lists uh, around like who would you take the risk of playing with even if they had COVID, like who is somebody really sexy you'd want to fuck with? Just, you know, you you would throw your life on the line. <laughs> <laughs> like they are so sexy, right? Um, so I'm going to take a break from talking for a little while. I'm actually going to ask uh, Mick and Renee to go first. My favorite, I mean, my <laughs> person, okay, would be Omari Hardwick. But, but it's Omari Hardwick only when he's playing like in one of his movies he can't be Omari Hardwick in real life why because he's not the same in real life because what do you like in real life it doesn't what (laughs) (laughs) no why what makes him different Omari Hardwick is different he like Omari Hardwick does not act like ghost in real life he's ghost and then he's Omari Hardwick it's not the same so you like the professional sexy rough Gangster type dude. I don't know about all that. It's <laughs> now I'm getting questioned. You're not. You're not getting questioned. I already know what you like. Shit. I would, <laughs> me. <laughs> it ain't no secret to me. Um, for me, Rihanna, hands down. Yeah. yeah. Well, for me, it's I, the accent does it for me. Um, plus, I think she's just would be just a super freak. I'd probably take a couple of days off of work. What is it? What exactly would you be willing to do with with these folks you have on your hit list? So like, what what would you do with Rihanna? Is there something specific that you would take a risk on, or would you just like throw it all away and just smash it and don't give a fuck? I wouldn't give a fuck. Wow. I would just do everything. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. I'd try to make her mine. I. Had to- <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I, I'm not even bullshitting. I would, <laughs> yeah, oh, I would what? do everything and anything. Nah, we ain't doing all that. He said, if it's the the end, that nah, would be. Nah, we still putting masks on. We are gonna be alright. I ain't putting masks on. I'm <laughs> pussy for days. <laughs> no mask. I'm eating that pussy for days. <laughs> <laughs> Don't gotta risk it all. <laughs> hey, he said risk it all. I I'm risking it all. Bell, what what who's who would you risk it for? I would risk it for Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I if I'm a die, I'm a die. Throw my ass around like a rag doll, like <laughs> turn me upside down. All that. All that. <laughs> Just pound my pussy until there is no more. Wow. 
<laughs> pound that pussy until there's literally no more pussy. Is that? It's gone. God damn, I almost choked. <laughs> like the muscles, the tattoos, like the perfect tan, the people's eyebrow, like the smoldering, like all of it. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm taking it. <laughs> the Rock says, I'm going to beat this pussy away out of existence. Okay. He's just a sweet guy, too. No, he's cool. See, once my pussy is gone, he'll just, just cuddle me. Like, he'll just cradle me in his arms. <laughs> like, it'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so mine. Uh, I would risk it all for Zoe Kravitz. Now, mm. I have had a crush on this girl for a very long time. Um, but the reason why I bring up her name in particular, because, like, when it comes to COVID, I still feel like you could fuck somebody uh-huh. and be okay. You know, just hit it doggy style. No kissing, no call, you know. No, we got a kiss. Oh, See? shit. See? Yeah, you fucked up. Really? The wow. Lips, the lips, though. Yeah, we got a kiss. It's over. See, that's how I feel about Zoe Kravitz. Like, I love her lips. Mm-hmm. Like, I would be fine just doing that. Like, I'd, if, if, it, if it was between fucking and kissing, I would probably would rather... Nah, I'd probably want to hit it. I'm sorry. I'm lying. <laughs> I'm just saying. I want... <laughs> I'd want to kiss. I'd want to make out with that girl. She got some sexy-ass fucking lips. <laughs> All right. Um, so clearly, we do not value our lives when it comes to getting a good nut. <laughs> All right. Okay, so let's move on to the topic of the day. Um so we're going to be talking about single men and MFF, MFF, MFM, oh, God damn, experiences. Um, so I have a question for you guys. So um, from your show, it's really clear that you all enjoy, like, you, you enjoy your single men ex- male experiences. Um, when did you learn that that was a preference of yours? After our first couple swap. Um, I just really liked watching her with him, and then we kind of like ventured off our original path, and we had an MFM. And for me, it was just, it was fucking hot. Like I love watching her, you know, her getting all the enjoyment, um, watching her face, listening to her. I, it just, I love it. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I'm I'm like. It, to a similar degree, um, I like seeing the Belle enjoying herself with another man. Like, I really like seeing her um, her having that, that kind of experience. Um, but, you know, when it comes to MFM experiences in particular, um, even though we haven't, like, gone on a date with a single male, you know, we've had experiences where it's – or I've had experiences where um, I'm – you know, I might be with, you know, me and me and another friend of mine might be with another girl. You know, a lot of times when we've been in group experiences, this has happened. And I like when women are just so into just just having these two guys, like seeing a woman give a double blowjob. Like, 
I love seeing women just embracing that freak side of them, which is impossible not to do if you're with two men. Mm-hmm. Like, you kind of have to be a little, I'm sorry, it's, you have to be a little bit of a hoe, like just a little, little bit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm with you. You know, like you can't, you can't, you can't be a clean partner right. in an FMF. F- you don't M- have to be it's a. It's literally like watching your favorite porn star in life. Like, she's my favorite person in the whole world. Like, but to watch it in real life and to be right there is, there's nothing more exciting than that. That's awesome. Renee, are you crying right now? Are you getting emotional? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not an emotional person. <laughs> I chuckled. <laughs> no, but no, seriously, like, there's no there's no woman in the world that does it for me like she does. And to watch it and be there in real life is, is that does it for me. Can you say a little bit about, like, what is it in particular that she she does that really kind of turns you on in an MFM? The total freak comes out. The the sluttiness comes out. I mean, it's just, for me, it's exciting. I like, actually, the one part that I like is if, like, I'm laying on the bed and she's riding somebody and just look kind of looking over at me and then reaches over and starts jerking me off. To me, that that's exciting. Oh, yeah. I can picture that. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful, beautiful image. R- Renee, what is it that you like about like single men or or just the MFM experience in particular? Like, what is it that you get out of that? Um, it's probably because I'm able to turn into that freak without it being like you're doing too much. But more like, okay, you need to be doing a little bit more, probably. And so I like the attention. Um, I just get to really feel a different type of freak that I feel like I don't feel in any other experience. See, I've, uh, you know, I've always, well, not always believed, but I think as I've gotten older, I've accepted, I've accepted this fundamental, like, f- belief that, you know, if, if you're a woman and you're, you know, a sexy woman like like Renee and yourself, Belle, um, you know, <laughs> if 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 you wanted to have the experience, see, this is the difference between men and women. See, for a man, if I want to have an experience with two women, like even if I'm fine, that's going to be a hard thing to pull off. Mm-hmm. But if you're a woman who wants an experience with two guys, <laughs> I mean... You could just walk, I mean, honestly, like you, you can make that happen, like with just a couple of phone calls, maybe just one, just just to one dude who has a friend. Um, now, whether or not that's going to be a good experience is, is, is questionable. And, you know, we don't, you know, we can acknowledge that. But like for a woman to have that power, you know, since you were like 20, um, uh, she has had to have done it at some point. Um, or had to have tried it, but there's like this fear of judgment. I think that's there. That 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 you know. In which case, women don't talk about it as much. So this is all like a really roundabout way of asking. Do you think a lot of women want this kind of experience and are hiding it, or do you think this is kind of a unique Renee experience that you prefer? No, girls want this. Absolutely, I think I think so. But I'm a guy. I was just going to say, I think it's something people that we want, 
but we might not find out until after we get a little bit of something else. I'm not going to say you're going to come out like someone who's completely vanilla is going to want this. But if you get a little, even like the slightest bit outside of vanilla, that this would then be a thought in your mind. Like if you like dick, like why wouldn't you want more? And at the same time. Well, I think like, when I eat a hot dog, I always get two. <laughs> like why just have one it just seems like more would be better now i will say like if it's your first time like coordinating the dicks and what you're doing like that can be a challenge like the oh. first time like i was getting hit from the back and trying to suck a dick simultaneously like i really had to focus oh like, yeah i had to really think about what i was doing so i was like okay i don't want to choke on the dick in front of me but like you know, he's really pounding me from the back. So, like, I have to control my momentum, mm -hmm. but also, like, yeah. perform well giving head. So, it's a lot of coordination. But once you get that down, it's a very enjoyable experience. <laughs> is that your is that your preferred uh, having an MFM yes. situation? Okay. The what Eiffel Tower, yes. The, the, the Eiffel Tower? That's what it's called, yeah. Please Wait, explain that to me. Is that is that dick juggling? Because I think that's what we call it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. I would think dick juggling is different. So Lifeful Tower is, you know, you got two guys, one in the front, one in the back. I'm technically on all fours. So oh. I'm sucking it and you're hitting it from the back or whoever. Yeah. Right. See if like you all touch hands, lean over, we look like the Eiffel Tower. Okay, no, yeah, that makes sense. I was thinking we've I don't know what the correct term is, but when we have male or MFMs, I like to suck both their dicks at the same time. And we always refer to that as dick juggling. I like that also. <laughs> okay, so then it's like because when we think about that, so when you think about like a double blowjob, is it a double blowjob when you have when one woman is sucking two dicks or when two women are sucking one dick? Oh, shit. Yeah, that's a good. I think it's just when two women are sucking one dick. So what's the opposite called? Yeah, dick juggling. Come so, on, can we make this happen? Yeah, oh, then I go for dick juggling. Yeah, you can juggle with two things. Yeah, dick juggling. There you go. I think dick. So, so okay. So it's this is it's gonna be determined on the Black and Kinky podcast. So I think. Oh wow, we getting. I think dick juggling. Now that she brought it up and said that. Is two women sucking one dick? Yeah, that's what we said. So what is? Oh no, dick juggling. No, that's no. What's that so called? That's a double blowjob. That's, that's a double blowjob. That's like that's an actual a double, term. That's a double blowjob. Yeah, that's an actual term. Well, I yeah. Didn't... So yeah. So yeah. Okay. So the bomber looked it up. The double blowjob is when two girls suck one dick. Okay. Mm. So then, dick juggling is now when one girl. Sucks two or more dicks. Yeah, or more. Very important. So let me ask you this, Belle. What is it when the female sucks two dicks at one time? It's not really juggling because they're both in her mouth. <laughs> well, okay, juggling yeah. is one. You know what I'm saying? Juggling is. I, I hear one what you're time. saying. <laughs> I hear what you're saying. Sorry, it's the liquor. And I feel like. That's no, a double stuffed Oreo, but that might be like two dicks in a cream pie vagina. They're like, there's so many things. Exactly. Although, did I just make something? Did, did you, you make did. up that Oreo shit, or was that something you read about? 
No, I just that I'm, just, that just I'm okay with the Oreo shit. Keep talking. <laughs> Cause that could be well, I guess that's just a DBP with a cream pie. Double stuffed Oreo. A double stuffed Oreo. Yeah. I like that. Oreo. <laughs> um what that's if, just DP, right? A double stuffed Oreo? It's a DVP. Oh, that's a DVP. Oh yeah, yeah that's what I meant. Cream pie. That's that's key. Okay. It's an Oreo. Do so you have to have the cream filling? That's cum, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Cum. That's a cum joke. <laughs> they, I should we figured that out. <laughs> the bummer I think about all this kind of random stuff. Like, we had a whole discussion yesterday how the teenage mutant turtle turtles didn't make sense why they were turtles and they should actually be geckos. Um, so don't get me start. Don't get me started on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in this podcast. No, you don't watch enough movies. No, they watch too many movies. No, you just don't watch enough. No, we do watch. We do watch too many. Like TV and film is our thing. We do watch a lot, so I can understand. People don't understand us analyzing stuff like that. I'm just. The point is, so the Avatar is my favorite. Renee's favorite is I'm still going for dick juggling. Okay. So sucking multiple dicks at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so Mick, yeah. what's your what's what's your preferred MFM um, visual? Oh, it's visual. That's, well, that's... I, well, I guess if you're participating, yeah. But it's basically when she's like, is it when she's riding another dude and like giving you like a hand job, a blow job, or something like that? So it's really a toss up, like that, or I really like her being in front of me and getting hit from behind and either sucking my dick or looking at me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are my two preferred. Like that's, it's really a toss up. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I like, um, like missionary or some, some variant position where the woman is on her back and she's giving another blowjob because the reason why I like that is because I could see her titties, I could see her mouth, I could see the full image of the blowjob. Or if I'm getting the blowjob, I could still see that and still see the penetration. I feel like when you're doing dog, if I'm doing doggy style and you're yeah. giving head, I can't see. I you. you know what I mean? Yeah, that's just more challenging. So, Bomber, let me ask you this. What about her getting hit from behind and watching her ass shake, titties bounce in front of you, and eyes roll while she's sucking your dick? I I like the eyes rolling part of that a lot. Um, I I love that shit. I love when a woman is so like when she's given the blowjob, she's enjoying that shit so much. That her fucking eyes are rolling in the back of her head like she's having an exorcism or some shit. <laughs> she be possessed? Never mind, never mind. Possessed by demon come. I don't know. By demon dick. <laughs> demon dick. Um, we all going to hell. So anyway, um, so that, so so those are so okay. So those are those are some good positions. Um, the question I'd have for you, um, Mick, is like. There are some guys that might have the assumption that if you enjoy having a single, bringing a single man in the bedroom, that might mean that you have some bisexual tendencies. What do you have to say to men who have that kind of assumption? Hell no. Um, 
Not at all. <laughs> no way. I have my excitement with that is purely her watching her get off. Like I may tell her, oh yeah, I liked him, you know, doing this or that to you, but by no means does that mean there's any like bisexual tendencies or gay tendencies there at all. Mm-hmm. I, would, I would say I totally disagree with that. You know the. So, so, the, so what, what, I, what I will say is, you know, if there are some guys out there that have some bi tendencies or are bi or are gay and enjoy MFMs because of that, like, there's nothing wrong with that. Do your thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say to those, uh, those guys who assume that if you like MFM, that you must be gay or bisexual, I would, I would challenge that and just say, like, okay, so does that mean every time you watch MFM porn, like, you're really, really interested in the guys that are smashing like like when you watch like a gangbang porn does that mean that you you're bi like there's just so much there yeah, um, i would say no because that's my preferred porn um as we get into this but I, i'm focused on the female not not the male i just enjoy watching her i mean it's, you know for me this is for me <laughs> just thinking about it like it's a visual perspective thing like when you're fucking me you can't even if we record it even if there's a mirror like you can't see yourself fucking me like in the third person right if that makes sense right exactly yes and so me being with another man allows you to see that fully see that perspective of me being fucked in the third person yes Unless, you know, your spirit can float out your body and see yourself. Well, I don't know. You having that kind of orgasmic experience. But I believe that one day we will have that kind of technology. I don't believe that. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> Unintended. It's a come joke. All right. <laughs> um, but I think that's, a, that's another piece of the excitement is because, like, you know, we, I mean, we in particular, like you and I, Bomber and Bell, like to see ourselves having sex. Like, I enjoy watching you with another woman because I can't see myself, like, with you in that way, mm-hmm. like an aerial view, you know what I'm saying, right. of, like, us having sex. And so I think a lot of it is the same for you, is that you can't see yourself with me, but when you see me with another man, um, you get that full visual while you're also being stimulated by me right or not necessarily sometimes you just enjoy the view yeah sometimes i don't even want to be involved i just want to see it Mm -hmm. yeah and i agree like the one thing that i say when it comes to mfm is i don't want to see her with some fucking loser either (laughs) no i'm serious like that shit does nothing for me like that's my wife. You better be able to fuck my wife. Like, <laughs> her to get fucked. Like, don't be, don't come half ass with it. Like, either fuck her or go. You know what I mean? Like, it's all about the visual. Bring your whole dick. No, yep. I get, exactly. Like, you're not here to marry her. I'm married to her. Like, fuck her and go. Like, <laughs> I'm here because, I, like I said earlier, this, this is my woman. This is my favorite person in the whole world. Either get me off and get her off or get the fuck out. I mean, that's really real. And, and Bomber, I know that sometimes, like, 
a concern for you, particularly when we're in group play sessions, because like if I don't get fucked good, then you have to fuck me after you done fucked everybody else. Agreed. <laughs> Absolutely. So which is totally fine. I, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm but told- you just gotta, you know, make sure that you save some dick for me. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I remember we left the party one time, and I was like, "Damn, I'm tired. I need to go to bed." She's like, "No, you're gonna fuck me first. <laughs> yeah, uh, hey, we then were you- MFM one time where she was like, "Can we just go and you fuck me?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> It happens. It's like <laughs> you go to the store and buy some dick and it's defective. <laughs> Take the shit back. But see, there's no return. <laughs> there's no return. It's no return. You, you, can that, you can put that shit back in the closet and never take it out again. That's true. That is but, true. Bomber, I will say this. The MFM is something that was so far off my radar, but it just so happened it, it happened before the extra female and now we're like we're fans of it and i guess um so so that's a good segue uh into my next uh discussion topic uh here um is you know what it what it what is it what is a good single male like what is uh what does a good single male look like what does he act like if you could describe Uh, i'll talk yeah you talk Um, now i do all of the screening for our single men um mostly Mick is not going to read like Mick is not going to be a part of the conversation until we've already exchanged exchanged pictures and not just like you opened your pictures on whatever lifestyle site, but we have we have like sent actual pictures so I know what you recently look like and we've talked for maybe a day or two and now he then responds because he knows okay maybe this is worth it. I get annoyed so fast during the process before then that he doesn't really even go through the screening process. So the first thing I look for is, like, as far as SLS goes, do you just have a picture of your dick print or is it, like, I can see a little bit of your face or your stature or, like, something else than just a dick print? Because too often you have a conversation with them on SLS to see, like, okay, you just showed your dick, but you're 500 pounds. Like, I don't know, just stuff that you don't want to find out later on. So I just have those conversations and I find out whether or not are they speaking to like both of us? Like, how are y'all doing? Or is it like, how are you doing? Are you only acknowledging me? Are you going to ask us what our rules are first? Or do I have to bring it up? Like you're joining us. So are you going to ask us like, Hey, so what are your rules? Or is this something I'm going to have to bring up as far as like, okay, so are you comfortable with rules? Have you played with couples before? So just little stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, so um, so it's all about how they how they interact with y'all. You know what kind of um, you know what kind of information are you getting from their page? Um, I know the the dick print or the you know the dick print like solo pick. Like it's I mean it's good to see that, but you need more information than just the dick print because. The dick could look perfect. You don't know how that shit's going to perform. And honestly, you, you can't have a conversation with the dick, right? You have to have a conversation <laughs> with the guy. Um, I also want to know what else is coming with the dick. Absolutely. Like, are abs coming with the dick? Are thighs coming with the dick? Are mm-hmm. nice arms coming with the dick? What else, what else, is, what else is available? Or are you just fucking stupid? 
That part too. Yeah. Yeah, which uh which apparently is something you might assess by their 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 texting habits. Um but when you actually do come face to face, so let's say you screen a guy, right? So I'm assuming like um and just tell me if I'm wrong here, um, because this is true for us. If you're talking to the guy, you know, he's coming back at you, he's bantering, he's talking to you, he's talking to Mick, um, he's, you know, showing his face, you know, um, you know, he's responding to the both of you, um, and you might have enough information there to finally meet at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you actually do meet him, like, what else are you, what are you looking for in that meeting? What, what makes a good, like, single dude? Um, well, first I'm going to look in, like, okay, do you look like your pictures or are these, you know, some like super old pictures that you sent me? Are you, you know, sometimes like with angles, like how tall are you for real? And I'm not like, oh, you got to be six feet. But if, if we're out, I have on heels. So are you taller than me with heels on? Like, I don't know. It's just like a weird thing. But, um, also I look at facial hair cause I really want facial hair and a lot of times they'll post a picture and then when I see them they like don't wear facial hair anymore they're like clean cut so that whole like visual thing is really important for me because in order for me to want to fuck you it's like I have to be physically attracted to you so physically that's all I'm really paying attention to I think Mick you really kind of pay attention to like how they're acting and I always every time we're on a date I walk to the like once I've established I'm okay with the guy and I'm like okay green light I always go to the bathroom so that Mick can now sit down with him and ask him whatever like serious man shit they need to talk about. So in that aspect, when they're interacting, so we we normally will sit, we'll meet at a bar and she'll be in between us. But I'm watching body language between the both of them. So I'm watching everything about him. <clears throat> you know, is he playing with his hand? Is he touching his finger, like looking for is this motherfucker married or is he just out here fucking everything? Is he touching his hand, looking for something that's not there? Is his phone face down? Is he looking at his phone and turning it away? I'm looking at everything. Is she giving him attention? So you're, look, you're paying attention to the phone because you, we've dealt with people who seems like they may be married? Yeah. Okay. And Did I'm you paying, say that yet? No, I haven't. Okay. But I was getting there, but thank you for bringing okay. it up. <laughs> so, um... You know, I can tell by her early on if she's really interested or not. So I'm watching, I'm on the other side watching body language. And if the phone is face down or if he's like touching his left hand and shit or even like feeling on his hand like something should be there and it's not there. People do that? Yeah, people do that. Um, or if he's turning his body, she's like leaning into him and he's like leaning away or, or scanning the bar. I'm watching all of that. So that's what I'm looking at. Um, I don't interact on the conversations, but more so in person. Uh, when she goes to, we have this thing when she goes to the bathroom, like she said, and I'll just let it be known, you know, what the deal is. Like she's mine. Um, but that that's it. So do you feel like, so I'm, I'm interested in this man to man conversation you're talking about. So, um, is that the general, like you're, so 
you just want to make sure he is very clear on like your boundaries. Like this is your wife, you know, this is, this is my woman, you know, this is why we're here. I mean, what does the conversation usually look like when, when, when um, Renee takes her trip to the bathroom? Damn, so she's never there. So now you really put me on the spot. Thank oh you. Oh my God. Um, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and so, um, so no, it depends on the guy. So, I mean, we've met with different individuals, and it depends on their body language, really. So it could be, you know, what made you get into this? How long have you been into this? Um, you know, so what hold, is so hold on. So, so I just, I just want to make sure, because <laughs> this is what I'm picturing right now, based on what you've been saying during this conversation. I'm picturing you sitting down with a guy and be like, all right, now... Now that now that my wife is 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 in the bathroom, look, I need you I need you to fuck her and I need you to fuck her right. Are you ready to do that or what? She's my wife, but I need you to hit it and I need you to I need you to bring your game tight. If you can't do that, get up and leave right now. That's what I'm picturing from you. No, like, am I wrong. <laughs> it's just the complete opposite. <laughs> All right. It's more so. She'll give me a text or something, or I I can uh, tell by her body language that she's down or. If she's going to the bathroom like five minutes before and now she's got to go again, I know her. That's not her. So she's waiting for me to have that conversation. So I'll ask, you know, why are you in this? Basically, why did you find us or what made you what made you interested in us? Um, how long have you been in this? And then, then I'll ask a question like, what situation are you in? Are you single are you single are you married um and then what do you like about this why are you here and you do not have this long ass conversation like i don't be in the bathroom no long no you do you've been there like 15 minutes (laughs) (laughs) um and then that really it's more everyone every conversation ends look this is my wife like she belongs to me. At the end of the day, she's going. She she's going home with me. So that's basically the conversation that we have. But it's not like you better do this or you better do that. I'll tell like one one conversation we had is like, look, she's touching on you, like rubbing on your leg, and not getting a response. Like she's not feeling you, or she's not getting the same type of feedback. If if you're really feeling her. You know, go ahead. You're cool. Like I'm all right. You know, go ahead and mm-hmm. and touch on her back. Like give her the same same type of vibe. Yeah, same type of vibe like, giving you. It, it it sounds like a little bit of coaching is going on there. Yeah, it, and it is. Mhm. That's what's up. You know, I I I can't. There were there were times where I got frustrated. It's interesting that you mentioned this because I I think I think single guys have a little bit of a disadvantage um, in these situations because every couple is different. The single guy is walking into a situation and he's not quite sure how you're going to respond to him based on what he does. There are some guys that might be open um, to, you know, a single guy like responding physically to his wife's, you know, um, the way his wife is responding to him. Um, 
And there are some husbands out there that'll be like, no, you got to ask my permission before you can even, you know, touch her back. Like, you got to, you know, check in with Mm -hmm. me to make sure that's okay. I don't care if she's rubbing on your dick, dude. Like, you got to make sure you you check in with me and make sure it's okay. So, you know, you know, I just want to acknowledge, you know, guys sort of some single guys have a um, might might have a difficult um, uh, might be under a difficult set of circumstances. But I will reiterate that there are times where men have interacted with the bell or have failed to do so after the bell has been really affectionate and i have to like pull them to the side and be like yo like dude like she grabbed your thigh like that's a big fucking deal like she doesn't just grab thighs dude like (laughs) she like if she grabbed your thigh that means like she wants some dick like you got to do something like spit some game um you know, so oftentimes I feel like I I have to coach guys sometimes. And and anytime I have to do that, I'm going to be honest with you, anytime I have to do that, it never leads to a good place. They always fail because they're not like if I have to coach a guy to run some game, I have to coach a guy to be charming. I have to coach a guy to be flirtatious. It, it never works out. Um, it's It works out when that guy is like really like natural it just comes natural to him and he knows what he's doing and he doesn't need a coach but he does you know he does just need to know what what to what extent you're comfortable so um yeah because i mean if you have to coach him or coach him too much it's like he doesn't know how to read the cues himself so he you may tell him what to do um and you may give him a few of the cues but i mean like Nonverbal communication is very nuanced and can be very subtle. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're not able to independently pick up on that, you're always going to be at a loss. Yeah. So, um, so I'm going to move on to the next um, question. I think you already asked this one or answered this one, but the question was, uh, what advice would you give to our listeners when it comes to them searching for a single guy? Um, Because it seems like you guys have your system. Uh, I like the part about, you know, allowing Renee to like go to the bathroom so that you can have time with the guy. Mm -hmm. Um, But that that was a good like like nuanced system that you guys had there. Are there any other other tips or strategies like that you would recommend to our listeners looking for single guys? I would just say, like, I guess it depends on the person. For us, like, we enjoy single men, but they need to be actual single men. I don't want to feel like we're with someone who's cheating on their wife, which is like I'm learning a big thing kind of in a lifestyle where, you know, they'll either hide the girlfriend or I'm allowed to play alone, but the wife really doesn't know. So, like, for us, it's a big thing to not be, like, being cheated with with someone. Like, just be an unattached single male. We don't want any drama or someone calling you and looking for you in the middle of the night or nothing like that. So, definitely take the time to, like, really talk to people and chat and see, like, are they never responding or are they responding super late at night? Or, I don't know, he's talking about people fidgeting for their ring or something or their left hand. I don't know. 
just stuff like that. Um, we just don't want to, we kind of like had to deal with that at one point. So it's just something we kind of want to take the time now. I'm like, okay, are these men like really unattached or are they attached and fucking around? Yes, I think it's all about taking your time. And I think after listening to your show, uh, listening to a lot, I think I'm a little caught up at this point. Um, the the thing I learned is that even though this, there are single males that are in abundance, like they're, you know, the lifestyle doesn't need more single males, but um, it's not as easy to get a, a good single male as it might seem. And you have to. It's hard. There's a, there's a reason it's a unicorn and a single male. It's called, it's a bull, I think. <laughs> well, I'm saying a unicorn is hard to find. Oh. Well, but a single male that they portray their single male and they may not be or they're just a dickhead. It's hard to find a true single male that's in the lifestyle. Now, it's interesting that you mentioned the unicorn because we usually associate unicorns with single women. And I got to say, most of the parties I've been to, single women are just there. I mean, I was like, that's what Mr. Black say. Them bitches is everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and hit five of them at one time so i don't i don't know i don't know i don't know if unicorns are as rare as they're they they they, uh they seem to be a good single male based on the episodes that i've heard from you guys a good single male i mean a you i mean a a unicorn might be a a a term appropriate for a good single male given that they're so difficult to find Mm -hmm. no they are um, not as easy as I thought it would be. Again, the the amount the pool is very big, but like how many can swim? You know, that's a different oh. story. Oh, I like that. I like that. <laughs> it just came to me, you know. <laughs> oh, I love that. Just just say that one more time. I want to make sure I got that sound bite. Just say it one more time. I'm gonna be silent. Go ahead. Um, I said the. Um, the pool of single men is very big, but the amount of them that can actually swim is not. Oh, beautiful. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much for that. So, um, anything else about single men, um, that you want our listeners to know that we haven't asked you about at this point? What do you think? I'm, I'm think I'm good. You think you're good? Uh, I think I'm good. I would just say that the guys be quiet and just monitor the conversation and make sure that they they give back the same vibe. That's all. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to reiterate something that came up in our uh, male panel. Um, and that was that, you know, there are some guys that are in the lifestyle that haven't quite figured out, like, just vanilla interpersonal relationships and they think the lifestyle is like going to be an easier route to intimacy. Um, and it's like, yo, like a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of the things you learn in just, you know, you know, monogamy or just vanilla world, like a lot of that stuff applies to the, to the, uh, to the lifestyle, you know, how well can you, how well can you flirt? How well can you like kick some game? Like, you know, what, Mm -hmm. what is, uh, you know, to what degree can you use eye contact effectively? Um, how can you read body language? Like all of that stuff is important outside of the lifestyle. If you're really good at that as a single guy, um, you know, that would that would work very well for you um, in the lifestyle. But what, what we've come to see is that guys in the lifestyle 
don't haven't necessarily picked up those skills. Um, and so it, it, it just, it, it shows itself very clearly when they're, when they're trying to pick up folks in the lifestyle. Um, so let us take another quick break and then, um, we're going to go and guys, thanks again. This conversation was great. Um, but, uh, we're going to take another break and when we get back, we're going to talk about, um, we're going to go into some of my random ass questions because they're quite ridiculous this time. I'm going to have so much fun with it. Looking for a fun and sexy game that you can play with your swinger friends? Well, there are a ton of them out there, but almost none of them have been made for swingers. They're either far too tame or goofy for the kind of play night I know some of y'all freaks are aiming for. Well, we have found a game that is perfect for swingers. Coupleicious is a sexy board game that was designed by people in the lifestyle, and it won't take long for you to figure that out while playing. It is designed to create many varieties of erotic experiences. It will arouse and stimulate the depths of your sexuality and open unexpected doors of pleasures. Explore fun sexual facts, learn players' sexual fantasies, and engage in hot erotic role play all in a relaxed setting. To order, please go to our website store at theblackandkinkylifestyle.com and place your order. It will be a great investment because everyone wins playing Coupleicious. Bye. All right, so now we're at our random ass bombers, random ass questions segment. Um, And I got three questions for you guys. And I gave you guys these questions ahead of time. Um, But the first question is, and I'm going to let you guys answer this question first, and then we'll go. God, well, no, we answered the other question first. We answered the hit list first. It's y'all time. Oh, we did? Oh, y'all did? Oh, y'all did. Y'all did. Y'all did. Okay. Um, all right. All right. Fine. Shit. Renee's the boss right now. All right. So, else yeah. <laughs> I deal with on a daily? It's all good. It's all good. Um, uh, so, first question. Uh, what would be your super swinger power? A swinger superpower is probably a more appropriate um, way to call it. Um, so, oh man, I think my power would be if I had the ability to make sure um, every, because we go to a lot of group parties, um, to make sure every man in the room is able to maintain 100% erection. Oh, that was going to be mine. Oh, shit, really? Well, it's similar. Like, I wanted to have control of the dicks within, like, a six-foot radius of my self. That's pretty selfish, Belle. (laughs) But, and I say it that way because, like, I don't want all the dicks to get hard necessarily because there might be somebody there that i'm not interested in fucking and i don't need you to have a hard dick around me and i'm not trying to fuck you so i would want to have like be able to independently control the dicks i said that's just called dick swerving like push that <laughs> to the left. <laughs> this is true but some, yeah i mean I, I i i mentioned this superpower in particular because there are just a lot of unhappy women at these parties sometimes. There are. And yeah. there's only like a few working dicks. And it's really unfortunate. It puts pressure on guys like me and Mick. 
like, I can't fuck all y'all. I remember one time we were at the shadows and there was this it was this girl, there was this single girl there, again, like not rare. Um, and she wanted some dick. And I, I hit it and I was hitting it for a while and I was just like Y'all pass her around for a minute. Oh, God <laughs> damn, this 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 girl's pussy ain't tired yet. And then I knew I knew it was something else when she went to Mr. Black and she won't tie it after him. <laughs> like you got dudes faking orgasms and shit. It was a mess. But yeah, so that would be. I, I guess that would be. So Mr. Black couldn't even put that down. No, and he'd be fucking forever <laughs> and a day. He'd be like, so we, we gotta go. <laughs> we the heard closing. The pussy closing. The club closing. <laughs> you not done yet. <laughs> Mrs. Black have all her clothes on. This nigga still fucking. <laughs> all right. So what's your what's what's your swinger superpower, Mick? No, I would say stamina, like being able to go for without it, any help. Yeah, as long as I wanted without any help, like just to keep going. Mm-hmm. That would be my superpower. That's okay. good. Well, selfish. I guess that's not selfish. That's not selfish shit. What the fuck are you talking about? All that's right, selfish. Okay, okay. Well, are you kidding me? He said he 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 would have the dick to give. <laughs> right. You want that shit beaten up. <laughs> I already I said mine was the same as basically bomber and bells. I mean, I guess more specifically, I want to be able to not only keep the dick as hard as I want it, but like I can make it grow to whatever size I need it to be. Oh, that's actually a great one. And I would caveat that with also shrink it. Or decrease. <laughs> I probably grow to the right size, but sometimes decrease. I mean, some yeah. I've gotten I've gotten some fucking pictures and I'm like, I don't know where the fuck you think that's going, but mm-hmm. I want no parts. So, you know, also decrease. Like I just want to be able to get the perfect dick every time. Yeah. I can't believe I didn't ask this. Um, so I guess when it comes to your uh, MFM experiences, like you, you, I think I heard this on your show, but you don't have much of a preference when it comes to dick size or or what? No, I do. I mean, <laughs> no, definitely. I don't I don't want a small dick, but I also don't want, like, I'm not, I know some females really like those, like, really large, like huge, like, 12-inch, 10-inch dicks. Like, I don't want some really big dick, but have a good dick size, and girth is more important than length. Yeah. And just, like, as long as you can fuck me hard and you have some girth, like I'm good. Like you don't got to be super long. Like, mm-hmm. and I, I, I don't think I asked you about like um, I asked you guys about positions, but you're not into the the double penetration thing. I think a lot of people assume that if you're into MFM, you're doing double penetration, but you 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 guys don't do a lot of that. We we don't do a lot of anal period as far as sex life. But we did in our most recent <laughs> MFM, and we didn't talk about this on our podcast. We didn't make an episode about this night, unfortunately. But in the middle of trying a DP with this um, guy that we had played with multiple times, because like initially, like the first time, I'm not like, all right, come on, let's try some like new shit. You know, like you got to get comfortable with people. So we had played with him a few times, and we were trying to do DP with him, and it just wasn't working because it just wasn't like. Every time he got the tip in, I was just like, all right, that's too much. But in the process, last time he was like taking it out and he was trying to, I think he was trying to put it back in my ass, but instead it went yeah. into my vagina. And so we ended up doing a DVP, which was really 
And then I think like we all like y'all nutted. We took a break and then we went again. And I was like, okay, I want to do that again. <laughs> so we had a we in the mail panel. I don't know if you remember, but we we were joking about this. But like, I guess when you got two dicks, and this is a question going to uh, Mick. Um, like you just feel, but you you're making contact with the other dick now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just is it just pressure? Is that what you're feeling? So. I was the one trying to go in her ass, and then I, you know, I just went in the pussy, and I tried not to think about it. She looked back and was like, "Are you both in my pussy?" <laughs> and at that point, I was like, "Fuck it, yeah, yeah, we are." So we just went with it. I mean, does it feel like pressure? What does it feel like? Um, I don't know. So once she said that, I kind of blocked everything out. So there was like pressure. Again, I I blocked the shit out that like two dicks are actually really touching. But um But isn't it the same as if when I okay, so in our MFMs at some point while I'm dick juggling, I have both your dicks in my mouth. So it's the same. Remember yeah, that very you, first time no. I put both your dicks in my mouth, I'm like, um, y'all know your dicks about to touch, right? Like No, I mean, <laughs> and that's a good point. I didn't think of it like that. I mean I looked at her and she was. She, I looked at him and I blacked that point out. Like all I, all I tried to focus on was how wet her pussy was getting because that shit got soaking fucking wet. Yes. She was like, "I'm about to fucking squirt," and yeah, I just kept going. Fuck it. <laughs> at that point, I'm already in, and he he's not he's not pushing her off, so I'm going for it. Right. I mean, you guys didn't like talk about it after or like say, okay, listen, um, all right, so that was round one. The next time we do this, you're going to have to slow down just a little bit because there were some thrusting motions that just didn't quite work for me. Like, like, did you guys have like a, a huddle <laughs> for the, nope. before the next round? Like, I want some more. We gave no. her some more. And I think in the middle of I the separated. next round, I think I was just kind of like, yo, go do that again. <laughs> Yeah, she and both was, of y'all just got both of y'all are so like okay, like this is what you want to do. Let's do it. Yeah, and I mean we separated, and then she was like, "I want that again." We did it again, and then I kind of like broke off and went over to the couch and just watched for a little while. I mean, it was never talked about. We just kept it moving. Bill, um, would you ever try a DVP? Would you ever consider doing? I mean, I feel like it has to happen by accident. Like, I mean, not a- accident, but it has to be organic. We can't plan this shit. Yeah, I'm scared. Like, I'm not, and I'm not trying to say nothing. Like, I'm not like your your dick. You have a nice size dick, and it's not like super big, but it's not small either. And like, I'm not saying like my pussy is super tight. But I just, I don't, I can't get my mind wrapped around the physics of it. <laughs> I, I just can't. I just, I don't, I don't see how they go. They both go in there. I don't, I don't see it. <laughs> Can I interject real quick? Yeah. <laughs> so, same with her. Like her shit is like, not is, not super tight, but not loose either. But I, th- I feel like when I was there, it just got so wet. It just, it just happened. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm glad you guys shared that because I'm going to be thinking about that later on. Uh, I mean, maybe for science. We could try it for science. 
for science, okay? For science. I like that for science, caveat. <laughs> we need to do some shit for science. <laughs> That's like the second or third time during this episode that you've been for science. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to experiment and try stuff just so you can let somebody else know. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Um, but we'll be doing a lot of shit for science. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so next random ass question. Um, so this one is if you starred in a porn, um, if you starred in a porn or if your life was a porn, what would the title be? My porn title, title, my porn title would be Into Deep. I love it. Mine would be Space Nuts. <laughs> what? <laughs> Space Nuts. Belle, you go first. So mine is, uh, Queen Billquist and the Pussy Worship Posse. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, the Pussy Worship Posse. Push, pussy Worship Posse. Okay. So, if, so again, this this is a TV reference, but if there's a show, American Gods, where they talk about some mythical gods of all different cultures and stuff. Anyway, so there's Queen Bilquist, whose <laughs> other name is also Queen Sheba. Um, so she was an uh, African goddess. And in the show, her power is like she she is powered by people basically worshipping her pussy. And she really literally consumes people with her pussy. Um, and so she seduces them. She's very sensual, very sexy. She seduces them and then has sex with them and then um, consumes them with her pussy. And that's how she stays alive. All right. Uh, black ass Ventura, pussy detective. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I literally just made that up. I'm sorry. I, I just, I, I, <laughs> I would have planned this out a little bit more. <laughs> but uh So you're the pussy detective. That actually makes a lot of sense with like your fingering action. Yes. Yeah. Like you'd be investigating the pussy, mm -hmm. like finding all the secret ridges and spots with your fingers. Yes. All the evidence I'm collecting. <laughs> I'm putting my case together on that ass. Yes. So you're a forensic scientist. Yes. <laughs> Bringing it back to science. Yes. I mean, apparently you're both scientists, so, you know. Technically, we are by yes. trade, actually. It's <laughs> like kind of weird. <laughs> um, all right. So, uh, last random ass question. If you could turn any movie into a porn or swinger movie, what would that movie be and what would it be about? What would be the synopsis? So I'm going to go first because I've given this thought for the last 10 years and I've just been looking for an experience to share it. Yes. This should okay. be good. So it's going to have to be like, you remember The Wizard of Oz, right? Right. You remember The Wiz? Yeah. All right. My my movie is going to be called The Jizz. And <laughs> Right, it's gonna be, <laughs> it's gonna be, um, uh, uh, you know, it's Dorothy on the yellow brick road, okay. Uh -huh. Um, now instead of them, instead of Oz like being this wizard, like the Jizz is basically a swinger spot, and um, Dorothy is a hot wife, 
and she got all these dudes that are coming with her to this club, but they 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 not ready. So you got the lion, right? Instead of the lion looking for courage, you got the bull that needs his liquor because it's a BYOB spot. He doesn't have it yet, so they need to stop at the liquor store. Then you got the Tin Man. Tin Man is looking for a heart, except this time it's going to be a dude that just needs some Viagra because he got to make sure his shit is stiff when it, when it comes time. And then you got the, um, the Scarecrow that typically looks for brain. He's looking for a brain, but in this story, he's looking for some brains. He needs some brains. It's a blowjob joke. We okay. <laughs> Man, listen. You I know, somebody's have... about to write that. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I wish we had more time and money, because some of the skits that we come up with, like some of the storylines. You could wait to talk about that for a long time. Because yeah. <laughs> I can see it now. I feel <laughs> that would be hilarious. Point. But yeah, it would have to be like it would have to be more in the vein of the Wiz. Yes. Um, not yeah. not the Wizard of Oz. Now shit is taking place in Brooklyn. Fuck it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So mine would be um, my fair lady, um, but instead of this like you know poor girl, you know we're passing her off um, as a rich girl. It'd be like the grooming of a unicorn. Oh. Like the perfect unicorn, uh-huh. and so it's like how she learns to approach couples yeah. and like just how to perform and <laughs> all this other stuff. Um, yes, yeah, so that would be nice. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I'm just imagining a scene where she's getting trained. Like you got like the unicorn veteran, and she's trying to train her, and this chick is like, "Okay, I'm just looking for some dick." Like, no, 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 no. Listen. <laughs> You can't approach couples like that, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Gotta be more smooth with it. I love it. All right, guys. I'm sorry. This was a hard one. This is the last one, I promise. You want me to go? I'm going to go first, but I'm mad that I got to go after you two movie buffs who really thought this shit out for years. (laughs) Screenplay written, but it's okay. Um... So what I think I want to do is the movie um, This Is The End. You know, the comedy with like, I don't know, it had all the cool people in it. So mine wouldn't be a lifestyle. It would be, I'm going to choose it to be a porn movie because they're all the, the storylines are always stupid as fuck. So the world is still ending, but instead of like it just being them four guys who were trying to figure out how they're going to... I don't know, supersede the like end of the world. Instead, they all end up having this like wild ass orgy because this is the end of the world. And so they were all there at some, I think it started as like some big party yeah, or something yeah. like that. So like when they all realized that the world was ending instead of everybody panicking, it would just be like some big ass orgy. Oh yes, I love it. Now, here's the interesting part. Rihanna was actually in that movie, wasn't she? Exactly. There was a lot of good-looking people in that movie. That's why I was like, you know what? What's the What's the movie that comes to my head where a lot of them I'm, look good? I'm I'm taken back by right now by Brianna. It's your turn. So, Bomber really should have with his fucking whole scenario. He should have finished. I'm gonna go with Wedding Crashers. Wedding, oh, wedding Crashers. That's a good one. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I would like be the guy that would do like all the bridesmaids like games and t- fun shit and then 
you know, start out as really vanilla and then end up trying to fuck or, or fuck all the bridesmaids. So <laughs> fuck it. Throw the bride in there too. Why not? <laughs> hey. Hey, 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 it's Sunday, goddammit. I was, I was trying to be right, okay? <laughs> I was leaving it at bridesmaids, but if you want to go with bride, fuck it. We'll go with bride. So, you know, started out with all the little games and shit and real vanilla in the beginning and then just be me the only guy, like, fuck all the girls. I, I love it. So, basically, like... When the bride throws up the bouquet, the first one that catches it is getting the dick, getting his dick first. That's, that's In theory, I would have fucked them all the night before. <laughs> right. <laughs> so then, like, would they be running a train on you? Like, I've just never, I've never seen like a female train, right? A reverse gangbang. I just figured out what that was, by the way. See, so so we've also had this discussion, like what constitutes a train versus a gangbang. Definitely. How many people? Well, it's how many people, but it's also sequencing, right? So like with a train, it's literally a line. So it's one after the other. But a gangbang is a little more willy-nilly around there. Just whoever people at the same time train is so what's your number for a gangbang it's i think a gangbang is three or more oh yeah three or more when it's just one you mean three or more guys not three or more people total correct okay yeah okay so So one girl plus three so if the bomber fucks you and two other guys fuck you that's a gangbang yep that's what she did I'm, yeah, yeah, that's a gangbang. Yeah, that's, and if we're taking if we're taking turns, it's a train. Yeah, yeah, one girl plus three guys. That makes sense. Because mm-hmm. one girl plus some variation of a threesome. And now you know. Is that is that? Yes, like the more the star, you know. Yeah, the more you know. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> the more you know. Yes. Wow. Oh. <laughs> you heard it here on BNK, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> all right um uh, okay thank you for indulging that last question for us um so where can people find you guys what's uh you guys got an email twitter all that stuff to share um our email well the podcast you can listen on apple Podcasts and on spotify and on um our actual like podcast host is podbean so i think the website should be bedroombliss.podbean.com but um, you can also follow us on Twitter. Our Twitter is just at bedroombliss underscore. And then the Instagram is the same thing, at bedroombliss underscore. Mm-hmm. Great. And do you have anything uh, You have anything coming up? Uh, not until the corona stop cock blocking us. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that. Oh, um, this is the ultimate we've been talking to people, you know, just, I mean, old friends, you know, new friends during this quarantine time. So we have people that we're looking to meet, but we don't have any actual plans because who knows when this is going to end. So really it's all just kind of like, we just talking to people until we feel like everything's all clear. Yeah, I hear that. Um, yeah. So thank you guys again for joining us. This was a lot of fun. Um, and yeah, we'll definitely be in touch. Um, I just want to also, 
also say more getaways um shout out to them because they're still active um just want to remind people if you want um if you want to join their online website membership uh you can save 25 percent if you if you um if you 25 percent if you use offer code black and kinky um, you can win a chance to get a free three-month membership if you leave a review on iTunes or whatever, wherever it is you get your podcast. And I'd like to announce the winner um, in this round, Cognac Chris. I love that fucking Apple name. Um, uh, you've won a free three-month membership. Um, send us an email and um, we'll set you up. Um just uh yeah reach out to us uh, at black and kinky lifestyle at gmail.com okay well that is our show today again thanks for bedroom bliss for coming through thank you thank you and peace out everybody thanks for listening Bye. black and kinky black and kinky, black and kinky lifestyle.